0: I want to share with you today something that is always before us. We think about it, we comment, but are we activating it? And it's the subject of faith. So we're going to call this uh, taking him at his word. That's an expression we use one to another. I'm going to take them at their word. But we take God at his word. We know when it comes to faith that faith is used interchangeably in a lot of different ways. We know that there's natural faith. You had natural faith when you turned around after you shook somebody's hand and sat down. Your faith naturally said, This pew's going to hold me up, it's not going to throw me to the floor. It's natural faith. We activate it all the time. We say, That's pretty simplistic. And yet, the spiritual faith, and we know there's a gift of faith, but this faith that we're talking about today, God has given to every one of us. Don't disqualify yourself. The Bible says that there's been a measure given to each one of us. God, through his word, said, I have put eternity in your hearts. So that's why even gathering together right now, why do we do this? Somebody passing by the facility right now, That's not a believer, not a church attender, going by other church facilities. Why do these people do that? What are they doing in there? We understand again that faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, 17. Now, we know a natural response is that seeing is believing, and yet the Word of God addresses the importance of hearing. Even in the Revelation, they that have ears, he that hath ears, she that hath ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying. So what are we listening to? We've got to ask ourselves when we put those earbuds on. We've got to ask ourselves, what am I pumping into my soul? What am I pumping into my spirit? What am I listening to? What we're doing right now is God's plan. Faith comes by hearing. Many of you are students of the word. And it's in moments like this that when that anointing is going forth in the preached word, it is already activating that which is already in you and it's resonating with you. That's where the amens come in. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Because you are in agreement. Amen simply means so be it. Yes, I agree. I confirm that. I've taken God at his word and it works, amen. To that, so be it. And it encourages us when we hear other amens. We see other people responding, and we look around, especially for those who are saying, "I'm just getting started in this." And again, I'm going to say it: there's a lot of adults who realize I, 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 I do believe there's a God, but I've just I wasn't raised in a Christian home, or I was, but I walked away from it, or. Or I've gone through a divorce. I've gone through three divorces. I've lost business. I'm trying to reach out. If there's a God, I want to know him. But would he accept me? It's just for the kids that are so innocent. No, faith comes. Faith comes. Wow. See, a lot of times when we read the Word, we're already ahead of what's saying, and we don't Miss every juicy component of it. Faith comes. It's ready to come. What's going to solicit it? What's going to bring it on? Faith comes by hearing. I'm listening, God. Here's your servant, Lord. Speak to me. In prayer, do we take time after we express ourselves? Do we take time to listen? How many of you raise a hand and say, I've heard the voice of God? Look around. Now, some of you aren't raising your hands like oh, These people are crazy. They hear voices all the time. And sometimes it's just an expression of what we sense in our spirit. Something is communicating to us. And God does speak. Now, I'm not taking away from an audible voice. Sometimes it comes through another human voice with the gifts of what? The Spirit there's a message in tongues, an interpretation. There's a prophetic word that goes forth, and we're hearing another human saying it, but it's a download of the Spirit into that person for us to hear it. Is this good so far? Amen. we got to remember what we're doing. This thing called faith. This thing that God has given to us. Hebrews 11, verses 1 through 3. Now faith is... The assurance of things you've been hoping for. It's the conviction of things that you haven't seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. Verse 3. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. So that which is seen was not made out of things that are visible. And it's still the same Now, this faith is a firm persuasion. It's a conviction. It's something that's sound and it comes by hearing. I'd encourage some of you as you're learning to pray, building a relationship in prayer, pray aloud. Now, if you're embarrassed by what you're praying, it's okay. Find a place. That's why the Bible talks about the prayer closet. If it's the backyard, if it's going out and sitting in the Chevy and closing the doors, nobody else can hear you, it's okay. How many has learned the importance of praying God's Word? And not just reading so that I can get some understanding of knowledge, but My goodness, yes, faith is the assurance. Lord, that's what I need. So Lord, I'm praying your word right now because right here before me it says that it's the assurance of things that I'm hoping for. Lord, I'm praying for that confidence, that persuasion in me. See, that's praying the word. How many knows the heavens and the earth are going to pass away, but his word won't? Man, when you're praying this, whoo, come on somebody. You have an assurance. So it's trusting God in the midst of whatever circumstance. It's trusting God. It's belief against the world. What do I mean by that? I'll share it quickly. I wish I could take 30 minutes to tell the whole story. A Church of God minister, has gone home to be with the Lord now. His name was Ralph Akerage. I heard this personal testimony myself with my own ears as I went to Arizona in ninety five. In the first month, our overseer Don Logan called together the ministers of the state. He was introducing me as the state youth director and the pastor of the Scottsdale Church. And I got to meet Ralph Acreage. I had heard the story, but I got to hear it from him firsthand. And real quickly, he was from Arkansas, and he had been wrestling. This was many years ago in the 40s. He was, he was wrestling with a call. God, are you, you calling me? You calling me to preach? Who would want to hear me? And to be a pastor, and he, he just got confirmed by this person, that person. And he, he wrestled with it. And finally, he just, Lord, I, I, no, I, I, you surely are not picking me. And I, I, I got to work. I got to pay my bills. I got to take care of my family. It wasn't long before his son, nine years old, was taken to the hospital with scarlet fever. In the hospital that evening, a doctor finally came to Ralph Akerage and said, go back and hug on your son and enjoy the moment you got left. He won't be here by morning. Ralph went down the hall a little further and prayed, God, I'm not trying to bargain with you, but I I don't want my boy to die circumstances are bleak i want you to heal my boy and lord i'm not saying it's a trade-off but if if this is a way to communicate to me if lord i'll do whatever and i'll i'll activate faith i'll step out i'll i'll be a preacher i'll pastor next morning he was sitting there and his boy woke up and said daddy i'm hungry Ralph made the plans and got his family together, packed a car up, traveled to Arizona, making his way to Bisbee, right on the national line there. And as he just was cresting past what he thought was New Mexico into Arizona territory, the roads weren't even paved. His car broke down, radiator spewing, overheated. No water. He had already drank all the water that they had in their jugs. There they were, in a desert, no water. He knew enough that it wouldn't be long before they'd all be dead. So he walked out, some in that desert. He said, Lord, I don't understand. I can't imagine this being your plan. If it is, obviously i got to accept it. But it just doesn't make sense for us to come out here and just die in the desert. I don't know when they'd find our bodies. I, I, I don't know what to say, God. I, I, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm troubled. I, I don't understand. I, I thought I was stepping out in your will. God, if I have it, please forgive me. And after he'd prayed a simple prayer like that, he was walking back to the car just to take the last hours maybe they had left together, minutes they had left together. And he looked down and there was a pipe coming out of the stand. And strangely enough, out there, it was, it was rusty. Well, things don't rust in the desert. And he thought, I must already be having a mirage here. I, I'm, I, and, he, and he reached down to touch, to see if it really was real, and water came out of that rusty pipe. As he was telling me the story, I'm telling you the hair just standing up on my arms. He went to the car, got jugs, filled it up. Went back, filled the radar, filled them jugs up again, and they're on their way to Bisbee, Arizona. After some time getting settled in Bisbee, he drove back to that place. He never could find that pipe. This thing of faith, it is trusting. It's believing in God against the world, against the circumstances. It is that... Here we talk a lot about worship. This is our worship, living it out, living it and dying in it. God, I'm just going to take you at your word. I don't understand everything I'm going through. I'm just going to take you at your word. It may not work in the timeline. How many has ever tried to put God on a clock? Raise your hands. How many has ever just marked off the calendar? You've got to move by such and such. a You know, you've got about 12 hours left, God. We've all been there. It is trusting and believing against the world until it gets in our spirit to realize it's better to suffer with God than to be accepted with the world. Can you imagine what Noah went through? A hundred years of building a boat Can you imagine the pavarazzi? Can you imagine what was on Instagram? What they were communicating, just making fun of this guy. The point I really want to get to is somewhere along the way, I I, I try to put myself in the story. I may have got a good start, but I don't know if I'd have stuck with it. What about you? I, have you ever just stepped down on God and you got some people kind of cheering you at the beginning, but after a while they forget what's going on? And after a while, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't look like anything's prospering. I mean, we're so quick to going through a drive through and getting whatever we need. We're just ready to go through some spiritual drive through And Lord, just bless me as I come through. But what if it just lingers? It's that faith. That says, God, I'm going to trust against the world. I'm, I'm, I've got a conviction. I'm going to hold on to your promise, Lord. Noah just year in and year out. Can you imagine? I got some good looking boys all right here. Has your daddy ever asked you to do something you thought your daddy lost his mind? Can you imagine doing it all your life, year in and year out? They changed their tomb and they watched them animals gathering together out in the tree line, two by two. But can you imagine? That that story's incredible. We're not talking about just a few days, a few weeks. We're talking about a century of effort. What about... Them Hebrew boys, as we call them, in that fiery furnace. It's all about worship, wasn't it? But it wasn't worshiping God in the respect of the government. It was respect and worship, Nebuchadnezzar's image, to the point of they could have turned it down, but they trusted God. You see, you'll never know about that fourth man in the fire till you're in the fire. And it's that faith that says, God, you've allowed me to come here. Either way, I win today. I've stood with you in faith, but I'm believing for a miracle. They got their miracle that day. What about Daniel going to that lion's den, them hungry lions? Again, it's all about worship, about a Persian king. Setting up this position. But even the Persian king had such respect for Daniel. He says, well, we'll see if your God will sustain you. And he did. It's faith. Taking God at his word. Can I quit preaching for a minute and meddle for a minute? Somebody give me permission. Raise your hand. Now it's all your fault. You know, you know how I preach. You know how I pastor. I'm going to get in your stuff and keep it real. We've got to know his word to take him at his word. Part of what we're doing right now is, is, is hearing the word of God. It is, yes, I'm going to step out on that. It's not an original statement. But there's always somebody that's never heard it. I love it. When he said, the only way you get a testimony is to go through the test. But the one I like better is the only way to have a message is to be in the mess. you got to be there to talk about it. you got to be there to experience, to share it with somebody else. We don't stand in line for challenge, but when challenge is there, it is faith that keeps us on the firing line. It is faith that says, God, this is a great opportunity for you to show up and show out today. God, I'm your man. I'm your woman. I'm trusting in you. I'm gonna hold fast to your promises. You said in your word that you're a very present help in the time of trouble. Well, you know what? This is a good time to show up, God, because I'm in trouble. It's faith that says, I'm not going to run. Let's get honest about it. Who's going to know? If nobody else, you. And you are important. Have you ever gone through something, took a position of faith, and you didn't get a glowing report right after? And then it dawns on you, but I'm still here. Sometimes these miracles happen because somebody else needs to see it in you. But sometimes we got to know that we know that we know I'm not going to run. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to take him at his word. Circumstances are always around us. How, many's learned? How many of you that are 50 and older have found out things don't necessarily get easier as you get older? I mean, I know I'm a smart Alec, but some, some of you are too. <laughs> See, I can throw you under the bus. I'm the driver. <laughs> when the kids come up and they're, they're telling you something serious for them in that moment, but because you're going through another circumstance yourself, there's a party going to say, You don't know nothing yet, boy. Oh, yeah, you got a problem? Well, let me just unload on you. And then we do. Oh, my God, what were you thinking? But when you stand the test, son, I know you're hurting today. Honey, I know you're hurting today. But let me tell you, I'm going through stuff too. But God is faithful. God is faithful. I've shared this in the past. I'll share it again. As much sports as I've played, you're always wanting to win this trophy at the end of the day. But I have never to this day seen anybody other than just in that fleeting moment talk about that trophy after you receive it. What you talk about is the journey that got you to take the trophy home. It's the test. It's the testimony. It's holding to God's promises. It's that conviction of the unseen. Paul wrote to Timothy, I'm persuaded. I'm convicted. I know that he's able to keep that which I commit to him. I can't see him, but I know that God is real. I know it. So I'm just going to trust. I'm going to believe. I've prayed his word. I'm just, I'm just going to trust him for his promises. I'm going to trust and believe in the spirit more than my natural senses. Uh-oh. Boy, that's, that's where the rubber meets the road, isn't it? Because we depend on these natural senses every day. How many enjoy smelling that fresh hot lasagna coming out of the oven? Aren't you glad you can smell it? I shouldn't be preaching about food. I'm too close to noon. But the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord... He is good. The Spirit says, yeah, I know, in the the moment, that's great. And in the natural, it doesn't necessarily mean it's evil, but we get so dependent on the natural. The way this makes sense is we're designed that way. We're earth creatures. We were given an earth suit as long as we're here. When we don't need the earth suit anymore, it goes back to where it came from and our spirit and our soul gets to be with him. Does that make sense? So yeah, we depend on sight and hearing and touch. All these senses that we're given, it's supposed to be that way. But how many knows there's a kingdom of heaven that's every much as real as that which we know in the natural. Is this helping anybody? You see, it's faith that says, but I know it's there. It's unseen to the natural eye, but in my spirit, I know it's there. I have a conviction about this place. I know that there are books in that glory world, and one of them is the book of life. And I know that I know that I know that my name is written down on one of those lines. Because for me, I remember as a 10-year-old boy bowing his knee at an altar at 250 Hancock Avenue on the east side of Hamilton, Ohio, and I remember saying, Jesus, come into my life and be my Savior. I know in that moment, Jim Zabori, my name was being written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. I've got a conviction about it. Pastor, you just had a birthday. Yeah. That was 54 years ago. But I got a conviction that that book hasn't been lost in a flood or a fire. It is still there in the throne room. I got a conviction to know that my name is there and just waiting for me to sign off on it one day when my journey here is over. It is that conviction to trust God. I know. The Spirit of the Lord comes into our life and reminds us. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. That thing, the baptism of spirit in our life, aren't you so glad to know the reality of that in those moments, whether it's a devotion at home or in a church service or on the street and you're dealing with something or in your own backyard, but the spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. And you just know I'm not walking this thing alone because I know that His Spirit is residing inside this temple. And greater is He that is in me than that which I'm facing today circumstantially. Yes, I have a conviction. But it's also that understanding that we walk by that faith, our conduct our conduct. There's example after example throughout Hebrews 11 of those who's walked it before us. We walk in the Spirit. We walk by faith and not by sight. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, I'm using my natural sight. I don't want to trip over this, this step right here, this riser. But the same thing as in the natural is the spiritual. I walk by faith. I walk by his word. I do know his word. I've hid it in my heart. Therefore, it is a light unto my path. It's a lamp to my feet. It's what guides me. It's my lens in which I see everything. Pastor, you really sound. Old-fashioned today. No, it's in vogue right now. It works. i got to know his word. I'm going to take him at his word. Throughout the word of God, there's example after example of somebody saying, God, it's your word. I'm standing on. Look at Abraham. Abraham was given a great promise, wasn't he? You're going to be the father of nations. He was already getting some age on him. I'll scare some of you men to death in the house. How would you like to find out that your wife's pregnant and you're age 75? Got your attention now, don't I? Can you imagine what was in his mind? Well, God, you need to hurry things up. And God didn't get in a hurry at all. This promise to be a father of nations. And now, here he is, 100 years old. Men, are you still breathing right now? And then, to realize your wife has been barren all along. Ladies, now let me scare you to death. How would you like to have a baby at age 90? You want to sign up, Lois? I'm looking at a pregnant woman right now. You think this thing's killing you right now? Can you imagine being 90? No, thank you. I got plenty of time to preach, I'm gonna meddle for a while longer. Look at what the word is telling us, taking God at his word. The circumstances of the natural alone. Abraham, looking at Sarah, have we lost our mind? As this child starts forming, Man, you're talking about aches and pains in a body. Carrying the promise of God. This spiritual blessing that's manifesting in the natural. Oh man, can I have another hour? Here's the secret about Abraham, why he's listed there. Because he didn't believe God because of the promise he just believed God there's the secret God is the only thing that's keeping me in the day to day in the natural because I have emotions I believe that you're there God God, I know what you've whispered in my spirit and prayer. I know what I've read in your word. I know what somebody prophesied over me. I, I, I know that message and that interpretation. God, and I know your word, and I'm not the first one to go through delay. That's why faith is so important. Without faith, finish with me, it's impossible to please God for those that come to God believe that God you are and a rewarder of those that seek you see it's all about him it's not the promise the promise is the occasion the secret is trusting God stand with me today